Well, it didn't let us down, the opening round of Super Rugby. Only one home team came away with a W in the column with the Western Force beating the Melbourne Rebels by a converted try, 34-27. to 27. Jeremy Thrush involved there. Uh, for everyone else, the visitors came in and made a statement with the drawer sneaking past Moana Pacifica. The Blues putting 60, yeah, 60 on the Highlanders down there in Dunedin. And the Chiefs upsetting the Crusaders fans everywhere. Uh, joining me now is one of uh, the great locks of the game, and you can catch him on Chiefs Mana every Tuesday, 7.30 on SENZ with Ricardo Ball at Ian Jones. Carmo, good morning to you. Uh, what did you make of the first weekend? Were you pretty happy with what you saw? Yeah, good morning to you too, Smithy and the listeners. Yes, with respect to uh, all the summer codes out there, Smithy, uh, it was great to have yep. the footy back on the screens and on the radio, I have to say, and... Uh, now, round one, often we go away from round one saying, oh, guys are underdone a bit, a bit for some mistakes. But boy, with the new rules, uh, with, as you say, teams winning away from home, which is rare, but boy, in the greater scheme of things, it's huge in this competition. You know, the formula never changes. You know, win your home games, pick up some on the road, and that gets you to the playoffs. So it, uh, it was fantastic, and I enjoyed it a lot. When I first looked at the, the Crusaders-Chiefs matchup, like uh, a lot of people, I looked at it, oh, here we go, 12 All Blacks or whatever in the Crusaders lineup, and I sort of just sort of, I wouldn't say I said it was a, a lay-down Mazir, but uh, I, then I started to look a little bit more closely at the pack for the Chiefs. Uh, they're a good side. A fantastic side, particularly the back five of the pack, you know, Ritalik uh, back from there, just fantastic. And before we get in the detail of that, that game. Can I just say well done to Clayton McMillan more than anything, keeping his star men out there. It's not his preconceived, oh, let's bring Ritalik off after 60 minutes. Let's give Sam Kane uh, 40. You know, let's keep that, Dane McKenzie, the star players, star All Blacks, staying out there for 80 minutes. Smithy makes a heck of a difference. A to the result, clearly, because they have that ruthless ability just go right through the 80. But for the spectators, for guys like you and me and everyone else out there watching it, we want to see the All Blacks uh, play out there. There'll be other games coming up, home games, maybe against uh, possibly lesser opposition where you can rest your stars. And yep, they need the rest. There's no question about that. But man, away from home against the defending champs, I was so stoked that Clayton had the, um, I guess, the guts really. Uh, as a modern coach, to keep his stars out there because it certainly made for a better game and put 31 points on them. Sam Kane, uh, quite outstanding in game one. He has his uh, detractors, but um, if you're a detractor uh, on his performance the other night, you're simply wrong. Yeah, and both sides of the ball. We know how defensively brilliant Sam Kane is uh, at reading it, but in both sides of the ball, so his attack, his running ability... Um, but more so his ability to kind of get to the breakdown uh, and get numbers to the breakdown. Retellick does the same, uh, clearly. Uh, Sonny Sonny Takihola was a guy I was really interested in about how his fitness levels were because we know Smithy, he's the world's best uh, five to ten metres out from the goal line, but he's not always the world's best um, the, the other parts of the field, but she, he was good. Uh, in terms of the fitness levels, so I was pleased, really pleased uh, about that, and I think uh, talking about fitness levels, that's one great thing about these new rules. You kind of saw uh, teams fatiguing a bit, so maybe the scores will blow out the last uh, last quarter, but that means the fitness levels of these players are going to have to increase, um, which means for a quicker game for us to watch, uh, hopefully more enjoyable game for us to watch, certainly round one 
was that. So, yep, no, Sam Cam was good both sides of the ball. There will be injuries, um, and that is the downside of it. It's a physical game, we all know that. Anton Leonard-Brown has um, another uh, injury problem after trying so hard to get back, and it looks like Cullen Grace might be in a spot of bother too. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think we can be too stressed about uh, injuries, and certainly let's not be on World Cup watch every minute of the game, every uh, every weekend. Uh, these guys got good rehab facilities, they got the best people to get themselves back up into shape if they need to get back up into shape, Anton Leonard-Brown, who I thought, mate, defensively was also very, very good. Gee, he's a world-class player. Um, and you forget because he's been in the game for so long, uh, others come through, but uh, Anton Leonard-Brown is world-class. It didn't look much more than an ankle injury. Um, Paul Callum Grace, yeah, that's a, a, a shoulder maybe, or maybe not uh, more, but Smithy, that's why we got a, that's why we've got five Super Rugby teams, um, and that's why we need guys pushing each and every weekend because uh, your, your stars, who you think are, should be the All Blacks right now, may not be at the World Cup uh, in France because of whatever reason, but there will be, will, there will be All Blacks at the World Cup, um, regardless of their names, um, and, and that's all we need to worry about. I'll throw one at you that might be there, and uh, if he continues in the same vein, I think he certainly will be. Damien McKenzie, his match-up with Moonga? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we can't match them up uh, directly because they are different players. But, no, Damien McKenzie... Damien McKenzie's going to play well, or any number 10 Smithy is going to play well on the, on the performance of the forward pack in front of them. And the Chiefs forward pack laid a wonderful foundation. The speed of their ball, the numbers are getting to the breakdown, the ability to to turn it over and for Brad Weber to deliver a quick ball to McKenzie. It allowed McKenzie to do absolutely what he does. The other brilliant thing that I love about McKenzie, he's not always at first receiver. Um, enjoyed it when he went back to fullback later on in the game. Um, and Ioani came on. So the ability to turn up where he can, run a little bit more laterally rather than kind of like Mwanga is so brilliant at running into that, um, that number one channel and stepping. Uh, but you know, it's it's like a broken record, Smithy. The the performance of a team is only going to be reflection of the performance of their pack. And, and because the Chiefs' pack were, were brilliant. I mean, it was a ding-dong battle to start with, and the, the set-piece domination of the Crusaders was, was very good. But the Chiefs worked around that, didn't have that many scrums in the game. Their line-outs were OK and just had numbers at the breakdown to allow those guys to do what they want to do. Sean Stevenson, the other one, um, consistency of performance over the last 12 months, maybe even 18 months has been good and the ability, I guess this is the way the Crusaders like to play don't they, Smith, you down in your defensive quarter, hold you down there, you know, force some mistakes turn over the ball, score points well, the ability to like, go like Sean Stevenson to clear that defensive quarter, get away from that danger area where the Crusaders like to put pressure on the teams made them a real asset in that game the Blues have lost only one of their last 16 encounters, and that, of course, being the grand final last year against the Crusaders. My God, um, I thought they might beat the Blues, uh, beat the Highlanders, but really? 60? Putting 60 on them? Yeah, I mean, danger signs are ready for the Highlanders uh, uh, that you've got to put a red flag up. And uh, you can't say it was, a, it was a great effort from, from the Highlanders. Boy, they're going to have to work hard. And they did for, for a little bit. But as you know in sport, Smithy, you just can't um, work hard uh, for a little bit. You actually have to work hard for the whole damn bit. 
but the speed once more, um, and, and you know, talk about those new rules again, the speed of the Blues getting to the breakdown and the ability to turn over quick ball to allow you know, the likes of their halfback, Finlay and Bodie to do what he can and the width that they can play with to bring the Rico Ioannis, the Caleb Clarks and the Mark Talese of the world into play. That's the way they uh, clearly wanted to target. The Chiefs were a little bit more direct, I thought, with the numbers. And the Blues were just about speed. Um, but both awesome styles, both awesome results. And, yeah, no, I enjoyed that game under the roof. Uh, the other one that really impressed me too was um, uh, the, the only New Zealand side effect that we had going away from home. Uh, the Reds are generally pretty tough in Brisbane, uh, but they, in the second half, ran all over the top of them, the Hurricanes. Yeah, but, mate, I hate to be a corrector, but even worse, it was hotter. It was up in Townsville. Um, and I don't Sorry, know what yep. the temperature would have been, but it would have been, <laughs> would have been boiling point, uh, I would have thought. But once more, this is a team that, that has athletes in it, doesn't it? And, I mean, in the first half, that was almost neutral. But once once more, the full pack went about their work. I thought the, the young hooker, more coming off the bench and the impact the guy with his strength, um, directness, getting over the game line, those kind of things could do. That means the others could get in behind it and create that quick ball. Uh, that they use, they, well, they put on 31 unanswered points themselves, didn't they? So, yeah, those, those are the three teams that really stood out. I mean, you can't deny that the Crusaders will be there or, or thereabouts within the mix. So, effectively, four New Zealand teams had a pretty good go. Um, the Highlanders, well, man, they've got to work pretty hard because I believe they play the Crusaders maybe this coming. Um, mm, they do. Weekend, which yep. is going to be pretty tough. Uh, but now, good start. Uh, real, real good rule changes. So, thank you for whoever made those uh, decisions, and well done to the referees for coming up with speed, uh, interpreting, I guess, the rule changes the way we all wanted them to see. The players are not trying to bend those rules, Smithy, um, and, and look what they can out of it. So, uh, a really entertaining weekend, entertaining football. The ball and play was better, I think. So that's been almost interesting to see how that. Evolved. And as I say, when the balls and play longer at the start, those fitness levels are really going to have to increase uh, for the players. If they don't increase for the players, Smithy, you get fatigued. If you get fatigued, you get uh, mistakes, uh, turnovers, whatever, and that's when the points will start to pile. So uh, great viewing, great watching, um, and, and a nice way to start the year. Yeah, it is. Uh, and as you mentioned, the rule changing and uh, rule changes and everyone adapting to it. Um, a lot of people already are remarking uh, about the, the ability now uh, with the number eights just getting a little bit more time off the back of the scrum, a little bit more freedom to use those legs. Yep, and that's why I thought we might have seen a little bit more of that interplay between the eights and nines of the games I saw. I didn't watch all of them, so you know, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, an explosive athlete. Uh, well, like Hoskins or like Artie, um, you know, so the ability to get out on the outside and there's interplay between eight and nines and maybe the, we'll see some innovation in the, the triple scissors or the interplay people coming on the angle. They'll, they'll be a really nice uh, to see, to evolve. Um, and, and, yeah, so that, that, I think there'll be some people watching some old footage of, of footage back in the, in the early 90s I'd suggest and, um, and get a good handle on some of those number eights from back in the day used to do it because 
it's funny how the more things change, maybe more things stay the same. So I'd be watching some historical <laughs> footage if I was um, some of the coaches. Carmo, always great to catching up with you, mate. Uh, fantastic weekend, as you said. I think it lived up to everything. We were waiting for quite some time. We've had so much damn talk about what's happening off the field and uh, around a yeah. certain job. But it was, it was refreshing, wasn't it? Well, it just goes to show, mate, uh, there is no distractions. The biggest distraction for, for an athlete's a game. Um, there's no other distractions for the athletes. Uh, they've got enough to worry about what's happening externally or you know above their pay grade um so mate these these players are focused on job at hand uh everything else is just noise so don't stress about that uh let's not worry ourselves about um what players are thinking about who's going to coach the all blacks they're just worried about playing well for their super teams uh entertaining us on the weekend and what will happen will happen Champion, love those words, uh, and uh, I love the fact that you uh, found some time for us this morning, Carmo. Always uh, great to chat uh, with your in- incitement and enlightening us. Thank you, sir. No, take care. Have a great day, everyone.